Hi everyone and welcome back to BT Insights from Bank Trust, our weekly stroll through everything emerging markets. I'm Dean Tyler, the Head of Global Markets based here in London. Uh, we've had an interesting start of the year. It's been rates, rates, rates. The US dog has been wagging the tail of emerging markets, that's for sure. But we've also had some interesting stories as well in, in emerging markets themselves to look at, whether it be Ukrainian assets getting a proper hammering with the build-up of tensions on the Russia-Ukrainian border. Uh, and the uh, will they or won't they pay Sri Lanka drama in January for the January 22s, where they did pay. And the currently on-running corporate story in Mexico of uh, Credito Real in Mexico, uh, where they have a Swiss franc deal that uh, is about to pay, uh, in, or should be about to pay any time now. So plenty to keep us looking at. Um, there's been uh, initial uh, agreement announced between the IMF and Argentina. Uh, which caused uh, bonds to rally about three points last Friday, uh, trading up into the mid-30s. Um, I'm going to be joined now by Romero Blasquez, who runs our uh, our, our uh, economics uh, team down in Buenos Aires. Romero, you on, you're on the line? Hi, Dean. How are you? Nice to be uh, back. Yeah, great to have you back, mate. So you're there in the hot seat down in Buenos Aires. And following this, this uh, initial agreement with the IMF, the, the Kirshners now seem pretty ambiguous uh, regarding their support of the deal. This has been enough to erase quite a lot of these gains that we saw towards the back end of last week. Um, uh, after that announcement of the technical understanding by F staff, you know, what should we expect going forward? What's, what's your view from here? Well, Dean, first of all, let me uh, highlight that we have been uh, consistent uh, throughout time in terms of anticipating that Argentina would reach an agreement with the IMF. And, and the rationale for this has been that the alternative to that would be economic havoc that could lead to the demise of the Fernandez administration. But we also need to remember <clears throat> that uh, Kirchner's also need to preserve their political capital uh, and and content their grassroots. And, and this essentially means upholding social benefits and having some uh, leeway to spend more in the run-up to the 2023 presidential election. So there is clearly a conflict between pursuing an IMF-sponsored program and mm -hmm. uh, Kitchenerism optimal political strategy. As you know, last week, uh, Cristina's son, Maximo, he resigned as the Frente de Todos ruling coalition uh, caucus leader in the lower house uh, before actually the agreement has been uh, ratified by Congress. So these political tensions have erupted much earlier than uh, what we had anticipated. So at least we know Maximo is not very happy about it, but uh, do you think this could actually jeopardize a possible deal then? Well, I mean, the odds of this scenario, uh, of the deal not being passed, uh, are obviously much higher than, are higher than before, but still, uh, this is not our base case scenario. Mm -hmm. So let me give you a little bit of background. The IMF, IMF deal needs to be ratified by a simple majority of both houses in Congress. Okay. We are not really concerned about the Senate because there, the Peronist governors wield a significant influence. And we think that they are mostly concerned about fending off a severe economic crisis. But it is true that based on, on, on what has happened recently, the vote of the uh, Frente de Todos ruling coalition in the lower house will be split. 
So uh, we think that the approval of the IMF deal will likely hinge on the support of the opposition. And that takes us to discuss what would be the incentives of the opposition to endorse an IMF deal. Uh, yesterday, the hawks in the opposition, who are led by former President Macri and uh, his uh, public safety minister during his term, Patricia Bullrich, said that Kirchnerism should endorse the deal first before they are actually stand uh, before they actually stand ready to back it. It seems very much to me, Ramiro, that all these public statements are a display of brinkmanship. Surely Macri and Bullrich's views are not the mainstream approach of the... Uh, that's right. I mean, you're, you're perfectly right. I mean, other leaders from the Juntos por el Cambio opposition front uh, that won the election in November, the legislative election in November, have suggested that uh, they would be in favor of voting for the IMF deal because essentially they are concerned, particularly the opposition governors, that this could lead to uh, uh, severe tensions within their own jurisdictions. So, uh, in also, I mean, going back to your point about brinkmanship, uh, after tendering his resignation, Maximo Kirchner said that his decision would not condition the stance of the other deputies within the uh, ruling coalition. Mm. And in addition to this, Cristina Kirchner did not explicitly voice any criticism to the government, even if some press uh, stories have indicated that she was that she had some caveats uh, regarding the deal. So the bottom line to us is that uh, we think that the governor that the government will be uh, likely able to garner enough votes at the lower house that would allow for the ratification of, of the IMF deal. Uh, essentially, I mean, the idea is that if the opposition does not back the IMF deal, this could politically backlash uh, on them. So it sounds like you're still optimistic then. There's, there's a chance we could uh, we could actually see some improvement. Well, yes, I am optimistic. I remain optimistic, and this is important to make this uh, distinction. I remain optimistic about Congress sanctioning the deal, but mm -hmm. execution risks ahead seem higher. And and I think that this is because mm, the Fernandez administration is likely to be weaker and will need to negotiate with the opposition on a permanent basis in order to implement the challenging uh, IMF agenda. Uh, as you know, the IMF does not demand uh, ambitious structural reforms, but uh, complying with the targets going forward will hinge on a massive increase in utilities tariffs that I think mm -hmm. could be very difficult to implement from a legal point of view. Well, it's going to be a very tricky balancing act uh, for the Fernandez administration um, and for the opposition leaders, actually, who have uh, any, any that have presidential ambitions, that's for sure. That, that, that's why I think that uh, uh, um, execution risks going forward are going to be high because yeah. coordination will hang by a thread and any swing in the political cost-benefit equation could abruptly bring it to an end. So I think, I mean, what is the, the, the main uh, uh, impact of this on our view about bonds is that uh, before we have we had previously expected uh, post IMF deal spreads to converge to the range of 1200 1300 BPs now we think that this earlier deterioration of domestic politics have led us to revise 
uh, will lead us to revise this uh, target spread range to 1,300, 1,400 BPs. But with bonds trading in the mid 1700s, I mean, they, they still have plenty of juice. I mean, uh, we do not look essentially to a sharp disinversion of the yield curve. Uh, and that's why in, in this uh, uh, context, we think that we prefer high duration and convexity bonds, which we think are the most attractive. Interesting. Thanks very much, Ramiro. And from a technical point of view, I, I, I suppose I'm, I'm still a little bit concerned from uh, World Bonds trade. I mean, certainly last Friday when we saw the pop after the IMF announcement, uh, bonds rallied uh, initially two points and squeezed up another point and then ran into some two-way flow. So it certainly wasn't all one way after that, after that initial rally. And obviously, the institutional investor base is heavily invested in Argentina already. I struggle a little bit to see where the incremental buyer comes from. I could definitely see, uh, as as positive news comes out towards an IMF deal, that bonds get marked up. But uh, I do uh, I do have a concern as as to where the, this the extra wall of cash is coming from to to take out anybody who wants to take some PNL off the table. But anyway, we'll see how things develop. It all sounds uh, like it could move in the right direction and it's great to see you guys survive the recent uh, heat wave because that sounded pretty miserable to be honest and uh, good to talk to you again Romeo thanks very much likewise in it has been a pleasure thank you thanks and thanks for joining us everyone and don't forget to follow us on twitter at bank trust co bank trust co is our handle there and also on our website we've got a new website that's actually launching today or tomorrow uh, www.banktrust.co.uk and we will speak to you all 